pandemonium. Things in uh, somewhat of a chaotic state oh. here. Hulk Hogan, I'm sure there's going to be a thorough investigation oh. by the World oh. Wrestling Federation oh. into what happened oh. here tonight. And I know you could not be any more disappointed. How much money did they spend on the plastic surgery, man? I had all bases covered. I had the Hulkamaniacs watching. DiBiase, I had Virgil in his place. Never in my wildest dreams, me, Gene, would I think death. that I would get ripped off by a penny pension two-timing referee. How much money on the plastic surgery? How much money did he spend to pay the referee off? When I turned around, me and Gene, they were identical. Identical. Here it Look is at the now. Shoulder, brother. There. Look at the shoulder. The referee is paid off, brother. Look at the hundred dollar bill falling out of his pocket. I know you're disappointed. Oh, Hulk Hogan, Vince McMahon, Jesse Ventura, and Bedlam. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. Come on now. Hey, bro, you're listening to the sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk. Trapaholics mixtapes. You trash! You're not hooping! Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Sports Desk. It is your guy, it is your man's one half of your sportsologist, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr. And remember, folks, acknowledge me. All right, so I'm in the studio, in the studio solo. All right, we're going to be calling in Black in just a little while. This won't be your traditional Sports Desk episode. We're just going to get right into the meat and the potatoes of what's going on out there in the sports world. So we're going to be talking Game 7, Heat and Celtics, as the Miami Heat avoid being on the wrong side of history by defeating the Celtics four games to three and advancing to the NBA Finals, where the Denver Nuggets have been waiting for an eternity. All right? But we're going to get into the Finals and everything NBA in just a second. But before um, we call Black in, I do got a couple icebreakers that... uh, um, I got a run through and then we'll get into um, more of the hot topics coming from the NBA. All right. All right. Up first, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins was released by the Arizona Cardinals last week. So, um, you know, it was this funny relationship between the Cardinals and DeAndre Hopkins over the past. I want to say probably since towards the mid was the end of the season. And now you're starting to see the after effects of it. So DeAndre wanted to be traded. He's telling the Cowboys, come get me. Wants to play with the Chiefs. He's on I Am Athlete. Just going back and forth. And then all of a sudden he says, he's cool. Right there in Arizona. But the Cardinals let him go. They couldn't find a train partner. No one wanted to take on that money. He's passed all waivers. And now he is a unrestricted free agent. A couple of teams that are out there, according to ESPN, Watch out for the Buffalo Bills. Watch out for the Kansas City Chiefs. Watch out for uh, the Cleveland Browns. He could reunite with his old running mate, Deshaun Watson, in Cleveland. DeAndre Hopkins has talent left, for sure, about that. D-Hop is a dog. He's going to bring a physical presence to any team uh, that uh, assigns him, and he obviously could still help a team win. It's just at this point now, he's had a rocky couple of seasons, and can Hopkins stay healthy? And, and, and by staying healthy, can he contribute? on the level that we're used to him doing. I mean, he's an explosive receiver and has been an explosive receiver over the years, but can he maintain that type of energy going forward in his career? So we'll keep a close eye on where Deshaun, excuse me, DeAndre Hopkins lands, all right? Next up, some NBA news. Nick Nurse is the new head coach of the 76ers, all right? Nurse was announced as the newest head coach uh, of the Philadelphia 76ers earlier in the week, and it was reported that he chose the Sixers over the Phoenix Suns. Couple of reasons why? Well, he has a relationship with general manager Daryl Morey, who he has uh, ties to, alright? So, um, he wanted to play with Joel Embiid, and uh, Joel Embiid wanted Nick Nurse to coach. So, Nick Nurse is a NBA world champion. Of course, he got that ring with the Kawhi Leonard-led Raptors, and put the Raptors officially on the map. So, Nurse has, um, hasn't has seen that kind of success since the exit of Kawhi, but Toronto has been very formidable. 
they've made the playoffs, the play-in, and they were a team to contend with uh, under Nick Nurse. All right, so we're going to see what Nick Nurse can do in Philadelphia with the MVP, those critical uh, key players that are around Embiid, and most importantly, uh, player-wise, will they or will they won't re-sign James Harden to return to the Sixers, all right? Moving along, Bob Myers, longtime general manager of the Golden State Warriors, um, is stepping down. Uh, it is said that Myers is looking for a new challenge, a breath of fresh air, and uh, trying to, you know, see if his magic will work at another organization. This is a significant blow for the Warriors. It's starting to feel like the Warriors, they've gotten all they can get out of this run, which has been dynastic, which has been exceptional, which has been elite. Stephen Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, Coach Kerr, and all the different pieces that have come in and out of the organization. Well, Bob Myers is the orchestrator of the orchestra, so to speak. And with him moving on, it's going to be interesting to see where he lands and who moves up into the position um, for the Golden State Warriors at general manager. Now, I did see something earlier today. Don't know how true it is, but it's something to, something to think about. Could Steve Kerr come out of the head coaching role and move up to the general manager position? Just think about it. Brad Stevens did with the Boston Celtics a few years back, came from the bench and went upstairs. Is there a young coach like Kenny Atkins who's been getting uh, uh, job uh, interviews and, and things like that, being an assistant for the Warriors? Could that be something that takes place? I don't know. It's something that I saw and I found it rather interesting. So keep a close eye on what's going on in Golden State as far as that general manager situation goes, okay? All right, moving along to the Milwaukee Bucks, all right? The Milwaukee Bucks have a brand new head coach, and his name is Adrian Griffin, all right? So, um, a lot of people around the league who report on the league and who talk about, you know, things that are happening in the league on an everyday basis, we're not surprised that Adrian Griffin got the opportunity. Uh, the stories are out there that Giannis heavily co-signed. Griffin, who comes from Toronto under Nick Nurse, he was on that staff, on that championship staff as well. And it was only a matter of time reports say that Adrian Griffin would get the opportunity. So you got another fresh face in the league, and you've seen fresh faces in the uh, head coaching positions in the NBA. NBA, uh, come a long way and it's always refreshing to see a new name and getting to see what can he do with Giannis and the Bucks, who are only three seasons removed from a world championship all right so it's going two seasons excuse me it's going to be interesting to see what the new look Bucks look like and what they keep and what they don't keep so Milwaukee has a lot of options, and I know Giannis is going to be hungry more than ever to try to right the wrong of going home in the first round to the now Eastern Conference champion, Miami Heat. All right, so keep a close eye on that. You know, uh, Milwaukee seems to be headed into the uh, right directions into the offseason, and we'll see what happens with that. And last but not least, for all my wrestling heads out there, Seth Rollins, all right? Seth Rollins is the new world's champion he won it at night of champions defeating aj styles and um which was a really good match i think rollins deserved it he's had a hell of a two or three year run um in the wwe and i thought it was fitting that he graced the brand new world championship title all right now moving along throughout the event bianca belair loses the Raw Women's title in a head-scratcher to Asuka. I'm not really sure what's going on there. I didn't like how it looked. I didn't like how I felt when it happened. And it's really interesting that they decided to remove the title from Belair at Night of Champions against Asuka. Nothing to say about Asuka in a negative way, but there was no build-up. I mean, the build-up has been steady from WrestleMania, but usually when the title changes hand from a critical player in WWE, I mean, you, you, you get... Um you get bangs, you get boom, you get bombs, you know what I'm saying, going off when the champion uh, loses its crown. So, and now uh, moving on to the main event, the bloodline is imploding. My guy, Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa fell short, losing to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens at Night of Champions in the main event for the tag titles. Jimmy and Jey Uso made their presence known and Jay snapped. He snapped, and 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 it, it was one for the ages to see. They are imploding. 
there's another level to the bloodline storyline that we're going to be getting introduced to i'm excited to see what happens this is the greatest storyline that we have seen probably since the nwo and degeneration x i'm going to say nwo storyline the nwo storyline it is rivaling that all right and that's 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 saying a lot all right so pay attention friday night smackdown this friday what is happening next as far as roman reigns and the bloodline is concerned all right so those are our icebreakers for this week and um you know of course we keep our ears and eyes very very close to everything that's happening in the sports world all right so we're going to go ahead and get black here on the phone um it's time for us to discuss what's going on in the nba um the finals are here the finals are my favorite event um, to cover and watch. I'm a big basketball head, and um, I'm really looking forward to Heat and Nuggets this coming Thursday. My boy, what's up, man? Black, what's happening? What's happening with you? Can't complain at all. How we doing today? We doing great, man. Happy to be back home, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Black, um, let's go ahead and jump right into the NBA. Um, you know, um. Let's go back to Monday night. All right, Game 7, Heat and Celtics. Let's kind of back up a bit before we preview the NBA Finals. Um, the Miami Heat, they got it done. They were down. I mean, they were up three games to nothing, and the writing looked like it was on the wall for history to be made for the Boston Celtics at home to take care of business and advance to the NBA Finals for the second straight year, but that did not happen. Jimmy Butler and... His cast of his crew, his cast of characters. Um, I'm not going to call them now. I'm going to call his Rough Riders. All right, the, the Rough Riders that was riding with Jimmy, and they got it done. They got it done in an emphatic way, 103 to 84. Black. Let's kind of back up. Let's stay with the Heat here for winning the East. How confident were you in your pick that Boston was going to make history on Monday night? Well, I was I was I was actually confident in 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 the pick that I made, but you know, seeing what uh what Miami was doing early in the series uh to get up 3-0 on on the Celtics, that didn't continue. It seemed like Jimmy Butler lost a lot of steam. Shooters weren't making shots. You know, they had one one or two guys that would do a little something for them, but it was it wasn't enough because Jimmy Butler wasn't the head of the snake. So Boston was able to, you know, right some wrongs that they made in the first three games and, you know, uh, get some finally get some wins uh, on their sides. And I thought after the way that Miami lost that uh, that game six at the buzzer, I just thought that was going to be very demoralizing to them. Yeah. Um, and that to me shows really that. Miami has a heart of a champion, even though they haven't they haven't won it yet uh, with, with with Jimmy Butler on the roster. But to be able to go through that and then come back to Boston in hostile territory, I mean, really hostile territory for a game seven and to be able to have this thing, I mean, not even make this thing close. Like we would Miami did what we thought Boston was going to do right. <laughs> in this game. So. It was shout out to shout out to Miami man on a um, <clears throat> on a great series when you just when just when you start to count them out man Miami I always remind you and uh, do uh, or win a game that they you think they're not going to win and that's what we seen again from them then we've been seeing it all uh, playoff long with Miami we, and it ain't just started this year it was last year the year before that we've always seen them win games that we don't think they're going to win and they prove us all wrong. Yeah, the heat culture is real. The whole model of heat culture, the whole aura of heat culture, it is real. All right. Going into game seven, I thought there was no way that the heat would beat Boston at home in that environment. I think anybody who had a pulse was really rolling. And maybe the, maybe one or two people out there who I knew personally were going to take the Miami heat and right on schedule, the home woes for the Celtics creeped up again. They were 5 and 6 at home in the playoffs this postseason which is awful. It's just awful. And 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 
coming in, a lot of people coming into the playoffs, and I got to apologize to the Heat because I didn't have them making it out to play in. And it was looking that way when they lost to Atlanta at home in that first game. I said, oh, yeah, there's no, yeah, yeah, that's it. They got to Chicago. I actually picked the Bulls to beat the Heat, but then the Heat survive and get in. Much respect to Pat Riley, Coach Eric Spoltra, all the players led, led by Jimmy Butler. They believe in a way that you just don't see in the NBA. You're most times are going to get the two, um, not the two most talented, but guys who are represented top five in the NBA on both teams in the finals. That's what we normally see. LeBron mm-hmm. versus Steph. LeBron versus KD. Uh, Giannis versus, uh, 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 you know, the tandem of Booker and Chris Paul. You usually see Jordan versus Barkley or, 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 or Magic versus Bar. You see the elites of the elite when you get to this championship stage. I don't recall a final like this with this Miami team. They're the first eight seed to get to the finals in a full 82 game season. Previously back in, I think it was 2001 or two, the New York Knicks with the 50 game season made it to play the San Antonio Spurs in the NBA finals. This is remarkable to me. This is remarkable for the Miami Heat to grit their teeth after everything that they had to hear and listen to and go through over the past week. They was on a three-game losing streak. They hadn't won a game in a week. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go to Boston, and Jimmy Butler just says, you know what, man, follow me, bro. Follow me. We're going to get this done. And none of us believed what Jimmy was saying after game six, after what Spo was saying after game six. Derek White's tap-in dunk. We thought they pulled their heart out of their chest. Yes. And Jimmy Butler and that crew, Caleb Martin, my God, was he phenomenal. Duncan with timely threes. Struess with timely threes. The Heat as a team with timely stops. Got it done. They got it done. And 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 this is now an official rivalry. This is the third time that these teams have faced each other in the last four years in the Eastern Conference Finals. Three out of the last four years. You've gotten Heat and Celtics in the East Finals. And, and, and Miami has gotten the better of Boston, two out of those three series. This is Miami's second Finals appearance in three years. We have a ha- we're going to have to have a conversation about this organization, which has always had respect. They've won. This is not their first time in the limelight. But Eric Spolscher, I'm just going to say, this is the best coach in basketball. He's the best coach in basketball from A to Z. What he is doing, let's go back to Milwaukee, Black. Mm-hmm. Sent the number one overall seed home. Followed by going to New York, a gritty, scrappy Knicks team sent them home. Then he goes and beats a Boston team who was loaded. And, and you got two First and second team all NBA players. Oh, and you have the sixth man of the year on this team, and you send them home. This is a miraculous thing by Eric Spoelstra, and I'm tipping my cap, and I'm crowning him in my opinion as the best pound for pound basketball coach in the game. Yes, no doubt about it. In the game, because you want to know why he's he's forced us to give him that crown. And you don't see it like that in the NBA. So, Black, the Heat are moving on to take on the Denver Nuggets. We will get to the finals in just a second. Black, let's go to the Boston Celtics. Another year, another untimely flame out for the Celtics. They got to the finals last year, and let's call it what it is. The Celtics did not perform in the finals against the Warriors. They started off decent, and then the Warriors just ran them down. Black. Where do you stand on the Boston Celtics after going down? Let's not forget they were down 0-3 mm-hmm. to fight back and then to flame out and almost lose this thing by what 20 yeah, almost more than 20. Yeah, almost 20 point loss in game mm-hmm. seven at home. What are your thoughts about the Celtics uh after well, last night? The Celtics 
to me, I feel like they have a really good team. They got a few. I feel like they can get. They need to get better with uh, with their bigs because I think Al Horford can only give you so much, and then Williams he's not healthy enough all the time. Um, what I do think needs to be addressed. The I don't think they don't have experience coaching. This young coach he was kind of just throwing a job and made what uh, named the head what interim head coach or, or head coach right after the firing of. Yeah, he was uh, interim head coach and got yeah. that title removed, uh, I think, by All-Star break. By All-Star break, yes. I don't think he had enough experience for times like this. And 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 and, and you can tell it's a different in coaches because Ibaku was able to make the right calls and get to his team the right type of way to get them over the hump to get to a finals. Right. And they beat a they beat a Milwaukee team who had Giannis on the floor. And to get to a finals. And I feel like coaching really played a part in this. I think coaching was the reason why they got down, uh, went down 3-0. And I think this closeout game was the reason why um, they couldn't get over the hump because because of execution. And that comes down to coaching, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I think we lost Black for a second, but we'll get him back here shortly. But I'll just pick up where he left off. Yeah, I, I I agree with the fact that coaching was a major part. I mean, for the Celtics to go down 03, I mean, my God. I mean, how, could you could you could you could you make it any worse? I mean, could you make it any worse? When you look at the roster, there's just no way. You drop the first two games at home, you go to Miami, you lose the game, and now you're forced to try to make history. To make history? With the talent that's on that team, come on, man! Like, come on, we can't, we can't, we can't let that slide. First team All NBA, Jason Tatum. Second NBA, uh, All Team NBA, uh, uh, Jalen Brown. Sixth Man of the Year, Malcolm Brockman. The Celtics that were turmoil all year long. Absolutely, they did. Absolutely, and, and, and but they had the talent to over override and overcome, override and overcome, and they ran into a situation where. Let's just call it what it is. They got caught looking the other way. They got caught looking the other way. And Joe Mazzula was put in a situation where he's going up against the the pound for pound best all around coach in the NBA. And he ran laps around him. He just simply ran laps. But then again, Joe Mazzula wasn't uh, the one out there shooting jump shots and on defense. He wasn't. Jalen Brown owns Q, start turning the ball over, fumbling and rumbling and tumbling with the basketball. Jason Tatum comes and he goes. Top five talent in the league, but he comes and he goes. Robert Williams, Al Horford, they only can give you so much down low. They're big bodies, but they only can give you so much. Marcus Smart was very consistent throughout this uh, run, especially in the East Final. But Marcus Smart's not going to get you to the NBA Finals on his own. When you run up against a team that you take for granted, and that's what Boston did in my opinion, they took the heat for granted. And the heat jumped on them. And then the miraculous turnaround for Boston to say, okay, okay, okay. We're down, we're down 3-0, we're down 3-0. And, uh, you know, it, it just seemed like it, 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 Boston, they didn't really recognize the opportunity and they took it for granted. And that's why they ended up in the position that they ended up. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, they relied on game seven at home Against a Heat team who was not known, well, who was known to do it the hard way, they'll tell you that. And they were in the hardest way possible in something that my eyes had never seen in the NBA. Never seen this. A team whole steadfast to believing after everything they had been to to climb back out of losing three straight ball games and to ultimately winning. A game seven, Boston underperformed. Those ball players underutilized the opportunity that they had. And to take nothing away from the Miami Heat, and I get Jason Tatum really badly rolling that ankle in the first quarter, and it was key. He couldn't, he wasn't what he could have been after rolling that ankle. Reports were running rampant on the sideline, the ankle was swelling by the quarter. He goes into the halftime, and after that, he was useless side-to-side defensively, and the Heat recognized it. They saw blood, and they went after it. 
That's what you do. And credit for Tatum for not coming out. I mean, he played 41 minutes last night with that ankle scoring only 14 points and but also had 11 rebounds. Injuries are part of the sport, man, and it happened. And it's unfortunate that Tatum had to go through that. But where was Jalen Brown? Where was he? 19 points? What's going on? Marcus Smart, nine points? Grant Williams, three points? Michael Brown, nothing? Michael Brown had nothing. He was dealing with an injury, too. The Heat, Caleb Martin, 26. Jimmy Butler, 28. Bam, 12 and 10. Gabe Vincent, another 10. Deacon Robinson, another 10. Kyle Lowry, another set. Key, key, key contributions from that Heat team. Key contributions for that Heat team. Now, will somebody have to pay for the Boston Celtics loss? Will they? Will they have to pay? I was leaning towards Missoula being shown the door after one year. But you know what? This isn't a Joe Missoula issue. It's only fair that the Boston Brass give Joe Missoula a full offseason. A full offseason because for what Joe Missoula was asked to do, he deserves a round of applause. In my opinion. At first, I didn't feel like that. But now I had a chance to think about it. I mean, my God. The man was thrown in after the Edoka scandal, was given the interim title. Boston's doing well. He's given a head coach a title. He's dealing with all this. He's dealing with Doc Rivers in the playoffs. He's dealing with Quinn Snyder in the playoffs. He's dealing with elite coaching, and he runs up against a guy who's the best in their exposure. I mean, what else did you want the man to do? <laughs> yeah. So I think that he remains intact, and now Boston legitimately has decisions that has to be made. Now, Black, do the Boston Celtics say, hey, Jalen Brown, we got a five-year, $295 million contract that's going to pay you $50 million a year. Black, do the Boston Celtics give Jalen Brown that contract to keep him and Tatum together? Or do you think it's time to see other options for the Celtics? Well, uh, I hope they give it to him because I like the tandem of uh, Jalen and and Tatum. But, you know, that's a heavy BOD. You know, I understand it. They have to pay one player, I mean, both players close to $300 You know, that's that's crazy. I had a thought that, you know, when I first heard of what Boston was up against, that we probably seen Jalen Brown probably seeing his last days as a Celtic. And it's probably it's probably a chance that he that he gets uh, traded away. And that's still a strong possibility. But I feel like Boston could find a way to get this done. You know, uh, Danny, Danny Ainge is a really smart guy. So well, ain't, age isn't there anymore. Oh, uh, age ain't there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, he showed. He sure isn't there. Yeah, you but, got uh, um, Brad Stevens running the show. Brad Steve, yes, Brad Stevens. He's a very smart guy. Was a good coach. So hopefully these decisions that have to be made, and this is going to be really his first really tough, tough decision on what to do. So hopefully they can find a way to get it done, uh, or we could be seeing Jalen Brown as, elsewhere. I know. I, I know where I would love to see him go. But um, I'm, we ain't gonna speak on that yet. Well, where is so it? Wanna, uh, well, where I is it? Him, I would love to see him with the Warriors, honestly. Okay. I would love to see him with the Warriors. I be, I think he'll be a great fit. Even though they just paid Wiggins and Poole and those guys, I think Jalen would be an upgrade from both of those guys. Of course, yeah. Defensive, de- defensively and offensively. So I think the Warriors go, would be in play here. But I don't know now with. The departure of uh, Bob Myers. I right. Don't, I don't know. Right. So, I'm thinking I'm I'm going to I'm going to say Boston for now because of uh, the Warriors situation. But if 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 they're smart and Brad Stevenson can get it done, it makes sense, D, for him to stay. Yeah, I'm going to lean towards Boston doing what needs to be done, and they keep JB there with Tatum. I mean, who are we fooling? All right, you got to keep those two guys together to give you a chance to get back to the finals and win a title. Now, there are going to be things out there. I mean, you got the Houston Rockets on the table. They say he loves Edoka. Houston say they're ready to clean house of young talent and bring in veteran guys. And Jalen Brown, they could afford to pay him. Go to State Wars, the same thing. 
But I don't think there's a chance that Boston plays around here. I think they offer JB the contract and he takes the contract and he stays in Boston. Now, there were rumblings. There were rumblings out there that during the Kevin Durant conversation of being traded when out of Brooklyn, that Jason Tatum received a phone call from Boston Brass saying, hey, we're thinking about trading for Durant. How do you feel about JB being a part of the deal? And allegedly Tatum said to trade Jalen and bring in Durant. Now, Jason Tatum has recently come out and refuted that rumor. He said he was never called or consulted from the Celtics about anything to do with Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant. Now, that is out there in the media that that caused a little bit of a change in the relationship between Brown and Tatum. But listen, it's a part of the business. It's a part of the business, and Jalen Brown would have to understand, even though loyalty is what everybody in this world wants. But if you have a chance to get Kevin Durant, you go get Kevin Durant. So I don't think that ultimately will be the issue. I think JT and JB stay together the following year. I think Tatum gets his five years, $314 million, and now the Celtics are cap-strapped. Now, what do you do with the pieces around you? Marcus Smart, Al Horford, uh, Greg Williams, Robert Williams, Malcolm Brogdon, Devin White. What do you do with the pieces around Boston? In my opinion, it is time for the supporting cast to have a different look. You keep Devin White. I think he stays. But everybody else, I think you got to take a long look at. Black, what did we say last year with Boston? What do they need? What does JB and J- and Tatum need? They need a pure point guard. That team needs a pure point guard. And I'm not trying to ship Marcus Smart on his way, but this is what they need. Mm-hmm. This is what this Boston, they need a floor general. Jalen Brown's handles are atrocious. He still can't handle the ball. He is a turnover machine. Mm-hmm. JT, he shouldn't be bringing the ball up ever. Because guess what he'll do at the top of the key? He'll get the dancing and putting the ball between his legs. Uh-oh, now you got to steal or a turnover. They need a point guard, Black. And I just don't think Marcus Smart can give Boston what they need to get them to win the title. Not get to the finals, because he's been there, but win the title. That's just my opinion. You got to look at the supporting cast around Brown and Tatum and see what you can put together to take another crack at this thing, because you want to know what, Black? The Boston Celtics are going to be another odds-on favorite to do what next year, Black? Yeah, win. get back to, get get back to, to compete finals. for a championship. Yeah. Yeah, get back, get back to, the to the finals. finals. Get back yeah. to the finals. But I, I, you know, you, you know what I got to thinking, and you were just saying hearing you talk about that. Uh-huh. I would, I would if if it's a, if it's a point guard they need, it's some stuff I would package up. I don't know if this was that whatever happened, D, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against seeing um, Lamelo Ball being in Boston. Oh wow, that I would, ain't gonna I would, happen. I would, I, 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 I wouldn't be against it. You know, it's the NBA. Seeing things happen, but I'm pretty sure Charlotte won't won't let absolutely their number not. one guy go just walk. For little or nothing, but I'm pretty sure if Boston made a heck of an offer, they would entertain it. But I think he would be an awesome fit, you know, for a point guard. He would do he would do wonders for Jalen and Tatum. Because I I I see exactly what you're saying. They their point guard play is 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 horrible. It's terrible. It's ho- it's, it's horrible. And you can only you talk you talk about Marcus Smart, yeah, him, but you can only get so much out of a uh, Brogdon at that position, he's not a pure point guard, right? So you and you bring him in, he was able to become the sixth man of the year. But of when it counts the most, you have to be some. You ha- you have to have somebody in that in that rotation when it's time to close games. A point guard who's going to make the right decision. Yeah. To 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 get guys like Tatum and Brown the uh, the basketball. Right. Right. Well, and that's what and that's mm-hmm. what they wasn't able to do. They had Brown and Tatum creating by themselves 
and that causes them to turn the ball over a lot, a lot. So, and that's not what you do. But dude, we just seen so many things happen in the NBA, man. I won't be shocked that anything happening. Right, the NBA. I said, I feel like all doors, all possibilities are can can happen for any team. Right. If the if the price if the price is right. So right. if team if teams know where they have to get better at and if they want to stay relevant and keep competing for championships. And as you say, Boston still it, you feel like Boston still can be in a running to get to a finals, then they're gonna do what it takes and upgrade what they need to upgrade. Yeah. And for me, the 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 Lamella ball thing would just blow my head off. Uh, it, it, it would it, be a great fit, though. You don't think so? Yeah, I, I do. I do. But I just think there's no chance in hell we yeah. see Lamella ball in a Boston Celtics jersey. But here's here's my thing. What about Chris Paul? Oh, too old, too injury prone, D. But listen, what I'm saying. I ain't telling you. I, I'm not talking about the Chris Paul that you think I'm talking about. Floor general. You get Chris Paul in, not for big money, because the Phoenix Suns more than likely are going to let Chris Paul walk in the offseason. You bring Chris Paul in at the stage of his career, at the stage of his career, you bring him in for a decent amount of money, and you need him to run your offense. Now, I get you on the injury thing, because that's all we know about Chris, that at some point in time, he could get hurt. and and But he's not in the position in his career where he needs to be doing any heavy lifting. That's what you got JB and, and Tatum for. They need a guy that they can look to to have everybody, hey, stop. You go here, you go here. We're going to run this play. A veteran point guard presence for the Boston Celtics will serve them right. It will serve them right. I think you bring back Devin White and you just kind of go with that. I would love to see Chris Paul in Boston with those two guys, hoping Chris can stay healthy and he can run that offense and get those guys in the positions that they need to be. And I think you could see Jason Tatum be even better. I think you can see Jalen Brown even be even better. Mm-hmm. He did wonders. He did wonders. Huh? He did wonders for Booker too. So, he did immense you know, yeah, wonders yeah. with Devin Booker. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But we know for a fact, of course, health is going to be something to be considered. But at the same time, he's not going to require a lot of money. Chris Paul has seen his max paydays come to an end. Yeah, he has. So you're going to get your one to two year deals for Chris Paul. I'm just saying that's a name that just kind of comes to mind. Another, There's a few other names out there. But just off the top of my head, that's a name that kind of sticks out. To me, veteran presence at that position. But we'll see. Boston's going to have a long offseason to kind of get things into shape. And uh, we'll see what happens with Jalen Brown. And then we'll see. I think Jalen Brown has to be the first piece of business. And then after you take care of Jalen Brown, and then they could go and they can address their roster and kind of see where they need to adjust things because they, they they do. They do. You got to you gotta address Al Horford. You got to even, excuse me, you got to even look at Brogdon. You got to even look at that. You know what I'm saying? There's things that you got to look at and just kind of see what Boston needs to do. And if they want to compete for a title and win a title, I think you got to address the support and cast. All right. All right. All right. So let's get into it. Black, let's come out of the Boston Celtics. There are two teams remaining. It is the, (laughs) I can't believe it, the eighth seeded Miami Heat are in the NBA Finals and they will be taking on the number one seeded. Wire to wire number one seed, Denver Nuggets for the NBA's World Championship Game 1 of the NBA Finals Thursday, 8.30 on ABC. Some of my favorite words in the world is Game 1 of the NBA Finals. Now, (laughs) Black, let's get into the matchup. We're going to give some predictions here, and we're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming Finals um, of course, around the world, you want your favorite team or your favorite players to be in um, the championship round. And Lord knows me and Black wish LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers will be in the NBA finals. But that is not the case. The case is this. A championship is on the line. And I love it. I'm going to be locked into this series as if it was bird and magic. As if it was Kobe and Shaq uh, versus the Spurs. I mean, who I'm locked in because this is the epitome. That, well, this is the highest level that you can get to in basketball 
is the finals. Black Heat Nuggets. Who wins this series? Why? And who is your finals MVP? <laughs> Man, um, this series is it's going to be very interesting. It really is. It's going to it's, it's, it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. Now, I think it's a few things that Miami presents to Denver to really make them think about that other teams didn't. The fact that they defend well and the fact that they can shoot the three very well. They didn't have to worry about that against Phoenix. They didn't have, I mean, they didn't have to worry about that against Minnesota. They didn't have to worry about that against Phoenix or the Lakers. Yep. But you're going to have to worry about it against the Miami Heat. Now, the Miami Heat are very undersized. Of course, Denver's going to be the, the bigger, more athletic team. But, you know, that doesn't always win. But Joker, and I mean, Bam, Bam's going to be up against it. Yes, he is. Bam's going to be up against it. I don't think they can have uh, Plumlee come out. Is, is it Plumlee? Is that Plumlee I'm thinking about? This? So I don't know who they have come off the bench. For, for the who? For, you got Kevin Love and you got Cody Zeller. Cody Zeller. I don't think they're Good going to be Lord. Up, for, up for the task. So I see the Joker running wild in this series. But the key for me here, D, is Miami is they're a great team defensively. They're not going to allow Jamal Murray and those shooters be able to get the shots they've been seeing in, in the three series that they played against in the West. I think I think I believe I'm, I I'll be shocked if my Miami comes out uh, defensively and, and be flat. I don't see that happening. I think Jimmy Butler just gonna be Jimmy Butler because Denver. I mean Denver's not going to have anyone that can stop him. You could put KCP on him, but is it going to be enough? I don't know if it's going to be enough. I mean, Boston been Boston been sitting his rest a real thing in the NBA Finals. I don't believe in it because once you're there, it's about what you said, D, about those words, the finals. I don't care how long you've been sitting. You got you better be ready to go when you're in the NBA Finals. So with all that being said, D, I'm going to take the heat in wow. seven. Oh, my God. I'm going to take the heat in seven. Jesus. I believe that Jimmy Butler is on the mission. And and I got to thinking today, I was like, man, Oof. what they're what they're doing, they may not be the same superstar, but they kind of they kind of rival to me, in my opinion, what Detroit was doing those years when they were at the top. Huh. Okay. When they were when they were winning. You know, no big time superstar. Everybody get in where they fit in. You know, like that, it's just a, a, a hard-nosed, grounded-out team with a great basketball coach. They had Larry Brown, for God's sake. Yeah. Truck pistons then. And then you got one of the – and then you now you got Sprostra been able to figure figure it out through these playoffs, beating the number one seed. Who just say he can't knock off a number – put something together and knock off another number one seed? Mm. So I'm going to take the heat in seven. And I feel like if you can win in Boston, you can win anywhere. Honestly, in my opinion, if you can win there, you can win anywhere. It's gonna it's gonna be very difficult. The altitude I mean, real now. It's it's definitely real, but if it's a team that's up for the fight, it's the Miami Heat, mm. and I think they really test the Denver Nuggets, push them to seven games, and get it done. And Jimmy Butler becomes a champion. Good God. I love the fact that he. I, I love the fact that he didn't want to hold that Eastern Conference Championship because he didn't done that. I believe like Jimmy's at the point where. He's ready to be a champion, D, so I'm going to ride with it. I ain't going to ride against the Heat no more. I know what Denver is. I know what they present. I know what they got. I'm going to ride with the Heat in seven, D. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, man, what a gutsy pick, man. What a gutsy pick. I mean, listen, this is going to be a finals for the basketball fan. This is going to be a finals for the fan who doesn't care what jerseys are on the floor. They just know they're going to see high-level basketball at this stage. That's what you're going to get. Now listen, Nikola Jokic, right now, currently, is the best player in basketball. Currently. 
The Denver Nuggets don't get that much love or consideration for even being anything remotely uh, elite of a, of a franchise in the NBA, but they have kicked down that door. They are beautifully constructed with a, I'm not going to call Murray a superstar yet, but you see the superstar talent boiling over in this young man. Wing defenders and Porter and Gordon, KCP, they have the length and the size. Porter, KCP can shoot the three. Nikola Jokic can shoot the three. Murray can shoot the three. Mike Malone has done a fantastic job of keeping the, keeping the Denver Nuggets relevant. Along the way, Nikola Jokic has snagged two MVPs, and it's arguable that maybe he should have had three straight. On paper, the Denver Nuggets should sweep the Miami Heat. On paper. But we know on paper is not where the championship will be won. No. <laughs> the altitude in Denver is a real thing. I listened to Anthony Davis and LeBron and Kevin Durant and Devin Booker talk about the altitude. When you're not used to it in game ones and game twos, it's like your chest is on fire when you get into the third and the fourth quarters and the fatigue level is insane. That's how they described it. And it's real. But Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat are gangsters. <laughs> they are they are the guys who show up to the gym that don't look like they can hoop. That's what they look like. They look like the guys who look like they have no business playing basketball until you get them on the floor. Until you get them on the floor and say, oh, my God, we got to give it everything that we got to get rid of these boys. Jimmy and the Heat will scratch, claw, fight, and do anything by any means to win this title. Eric Spolscher will have his guys ready to go. Confidence will be at an all-time high for the Heat to capture it's fourth world title in franchise history. But there's only one problem. <laughs> and his name is Nikola Jokic. And I watched him for three straight rounds do whatever he wanted to do. Whatever the Denver Nuggets needed, where they needed assists, rebounded, or scoring, Nikola Jokic did it, and it almost looks effortless he is a physical specimen that no one in the league knows how to deal with nobody you think you got him in the post he passes out to a wide open Murray KCP or Michael Porter Jr bang 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 he <laughs> can do it all and I find it hard to think that he's gonna lose to this undersized Miami Heat team. Bam out of Bayou will be able to keep Jokic spaced out from the rim on the offensive side of the ball. Bam has the ability to pop up and hit 18-footers, 16-footers. He has abilities to get a little wiggly and get under the rack and get to the rim. He has that ability. I don't think the mismatch is as massive as what's being talked about because Bam Adebayo can find a way to make things interesting against Jokic. On the perimeter, Jimmy Butler, I think he'll have his way and do whatever needs to be done. The problem here is, can Caleb Martin and Struess do something with Jamal freaking Murray? Because he's going to be the X factor. Can he do? Can you do something with him? Because if you have to send Jimmy Butler to go guard Murray, that's not a good sign. <laughs> because now Jimmy Butler has to do it on both ends of the court. And that's not something that we've been seeing from Jimmy Butler to do. With all that being said, I think we are in for an absolute treat. 
But when it's all said and done, I'm going to take the Denver Nuggets to win their Mm. first World's Championship in five games and send the Miami Heat back to South Beach. Mm, mm, I got mm. the Nuggets in five, and Nikola Jokic is the runaway finals MVP. He will hold that trophy and that MVP in Denver as the Nuggets are crowned champions. That's my pick. That's my pick. I think these games are going to be close, but I think just like the Lakers series, the Heat are going to have a chance to win every game. Every game. But the Joker is going to say, like he did every game, every game. All right, that's enough. <laughs> that's what I believe is going to happen. Black, you didn't give your finals MVP if the Heat were to win this title. Oh, I'm going to go I'm, I'm gonna go uh, Jimmy Butler. It makes sense. Right. I feel like it makes sense. It makes sense to be Jimmy Butler if, if – if, uh, if the Heat win it, which I believe they can, which I believe they can. It's man, it's just it's just something about being in dog fights, man. And when you've been in enough of them, and then you playing the team, they're not gonna give you a chance against. Right. I think it's something to be said about that. The line is nine and a half for Game One on Thursday. Nine and a half. Now I will say this, Black, and I want to know how you feel about this. The Nuggets have been off. And I heard you say earlier in your soliloquy leading up to game one that, you know, when you get to the finals, you know, it's all about the world championship. But let's call it what it is, Black. The Nuggets would have not played a game of meaningful basketball in nine days. Mm-hmm. The Miami Heat are coming off a war. Miami got on the plane in Boston and went straight to Denver. They didn't even go back to Miami. Black, can if the Miami Heat, can the Miami Heat Rolling in Denver on Thursday and still game one of the NBA Finals because they still have it going? If they do that, they might win in six. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. If they do that, they might. might. I ain't trying to sound cocky about the heat. You know, I'm just saying, if they can go in Denver, which nobody has been able to go in there and steal a game one, no, sir. Not one team they played this season. No, sir. They, they're they undefeated at home for a reason. Yes, they are. <laughs> and if Miami can go in there and steal a game, man, not only do we got to think about this, D, not only does, like you said, Miami probably hopped on a plane from Boston. and Yeah, they did. It was to, reported. They went straight to Denver. to Denver. Yeah. They didn't go back to Miami, but Denver has to travel to Miami. And that's that's a lot as well, especially for a team who's been off nine days, who's been sitting. That's a lot. You got to come all the way down to the south, all the way from up there. All that traffic, even though I think what they get, they giving t- giving them two days in between games, D, right? Yeah, they got two days in between games, so it's going to help both teams for sure. Okay, so yeah, it, it definitely will help both teams, but this is a lot of travel too. It's going to come down to the power wheels too, and then. You know who who what team gonna have to tank, man? Like, cause this this is a a large traveling series here. We're about to see. <laughs> do the really, Heat really do the huh? Heat steal Game One? Yeah, um, I don't think they will. But if they do, man, it's going six. They're gonna win it in six. But I think Denver continues to do what they've done. Hell, whole pack at home. Until game seven. Okay. The closeout game. Hey, you want to know what, Black? I hope you're right. I hope we get a game seven in Denver for the World Championship. I think they say game seven will actually be on Father's Day. That would be awesome. So that I, would be I, awesome. I, 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 I hope that you're right. I hope that I'm wrong. I, I'm <laughs> saying it publicly right now. I hope that I am wrong in my five-game prediction. I'm going to hold serve that the Nuggets win it all. Yeah, but I hope that we do get the opportunity to be blessed with a game seven. This is an unorthodox NBA Finals matchup. This is not what the media wanted. This is not what the world wanted. They wanted a more sexier matchup. And of course, you want your championship rounds to be sexy and you want it to be, you know, something that the broader audience for people who are not necessarily into basketball to want to be attracted to see. But you know what? That doesn't apply to people like myself in black. 
we and people who listen to this podcast, we're sports heads. It is a championship on the line. We're engaged. We're hmm. watching this as it's if as if it was Lakers and Celtics. Shoot, my boy, shoot. Not only that, we're gonna finals too, my boy. I'm locked in. Absolutely, man. I don't care what I don't care what type of finals it is. If it's anything they got the word finals on it, I'm in for it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, man. So I, I I am hoping that we get a an all-time NBA finals that could be talked about for years to come. My gut is telling me that we're not going to get that, yeah. but and, I hope and, that and, I'm wrong. And the one thing that gets me, Boston, Miami just went up against Jimmy. I mean, they just went up against Tatum, and they went up against Brown. Yeah. Two of, what you would consider two of the two of the top uh, wings in the league, correct? Yeah, two of the top five to seven wings in the game, yes. Yeah, and then you go to Denver, and you got to see Michael Porter. Junior and Aaron Gordon and, and Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Size wise, they got it. But are they going to be able to cause problems the way Tatum and Brown did, which it didn't seem they like, won't. They won't. Which 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 did it seem like they didn't a whole lot for for uh for three for for three three was it three straight games? No. For two straight games, it did seem like well, no, three straight games, it did seem like the they you know, cause some problems down the stretch for the Miami Heat. Yeah. But is a Aaron Gordon and a, a Michael Porter Jr. on the level as a Jalen in a I mean of team? course not. I th- I think I think the disparity is gonna come from what they're not used to from the uh, from the inside to the outside with Jokic's ability to pass. Got you. He's Got one you. of the he's okay. one of the better passers in all of basketball and that's something that Miami hasn't had to deal with. They haven't had to deal with the guy who's big as Jokic that can dictate the offense for his team. So if he doesn't like the position that he's in, he's already commanding a double team. And then he's going to find the open man. That's how the Lakers got beat. You try to draw down, and then he kicks it out, and now you got another shot. So for the Nuggets to win this in five, like you said, this has to be the catalyst for this to work. Yeah, yeah, it's going to revolve around Jokic. You're going to get triple-double stat lines, 25, 17, and 12. I, I don't think you're going to get a big 50-point game out of Jokic. Now, I don't think it's going to call for that. I think if he plays his game, his biggest point outburst for the uh, against the Lakers was like, what, 33 or something like that? Mm-hmm. But he controlled every aspect of the game. And if you get Jamal Murray going like he got against the Lakers in games, what, two, three, and what, one, two, and three? I mean, what are you going to do with that? Yeah, it's going it's, it's to be a lot. The only way that he, in my opinion, that they can win this series is if they stay hot from three. If they are shooting 40% or more for three, now we talking something totally different. Yes. That's their only way. That's Gabe Vincent and, and Martin and Struess and Duncan, they gotta be on from three. And let me tell you this. Uh, let, me, let me ask you this. And I'm not saying it could be something that worked, but when you in the finals, I think you got to look at everything because every little detail matters in the finals. Yeah. Is there a situation where if Bam can't get it going against Yo, because he was, he worried about it so defensively against him, offensively, and they use Kevin Love. Yeah. Is it a way Kevin Love makes shots from three or in, right, right inside the three that yes. makes Yo has to come away from the basket? Do you see that pre- a problem that could be presented to Yes. Part, yes, because Miami likes. Not to, saying Kevin Love finna be ultra all world for them. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I'm saying if he makes enough saying. shots, yes. to make Yoke be like, okay, well, I can't stay in here because I got to go guard now. Yes, Yoke really, Yoke really hasn't had to guard. D. He really hasn't. He really yeah, hasn't. He, he really hasn't. And is Miami capable of presenting enough to make him have to defend? See, here's the thing that Denver hasn't seen either, and I've been thinking about it. Against Minnesota, Phoenix, and L.A., they haven't had to deal with consistent three-point shooting. Yes, absolutely. And now Miami is going to present that challenge. And like you just said, yes, Kevin Love has the ability to draw Jokic out, 
And if he can hit a couple shots they keep him out there, then that's going to leave the open middle of the paint wide open for Jimmy Butler and Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin and Struess to get to the rack. Now, one thing that we haven't talked about, they're saying game three, Tyler Hero could be available. Oh, wow. Game thought, three, game four. He, him coming back. He okay. could possibly be available game three, game four in Miami because it has been almost five weeks since the injury. He was scheduled to be out six to eight weeks. Six mm. to eight weeks. And with the time frame of the NBA Finals, if it goes seven games, we're doing three weeks here. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Don't let, look, and I'm not disrespecting the Heat, okay? I had the Nuggets in five games, but I do feel the, NBA, the, 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 the Miami Heat can win the world's championship. I do want to state that before this episode is over. Yes, I do believe that there is a hell of a chance that the Miami Heat can win the world's title. But I just think a lot of things got to go their way. Yeah, I just think a lot of things got to happen. Now, they've been doing it the whole playoffs. They've been doing it the whole playoffs. If they can shoot high from three, get timely stops, and Jimmy Butler got to be Jimmy Butler now. He got to be that. Then they'll have a chance. So to answer your question, yeah. Yeah, it's realistic that that could cause Denver problems. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And one last last thing for me. Coach Inez, who you giving it to? Uh, Malone. Uh, Malone's a really good coach for what he's done with Denver with the group that he's had. They've been together for a while. And if you, a long time. Huh? A long time. Yeah, they've been together for a while. But of course, I'm going to give the edge to Spolstra. <laughs> he's a champion. He's been to the finals multiple times. This is not new to him. And Spolstra and he have been to the finals just recently. Yeah, this is the Nuggets' first time under the lights doing this kind of media. This ain't the Heat's first time. Now, with some of these players' first time, Caleb Martin, Gabe Vincent, and Struess, but not Duncan Robinson, not Kevin Love, not Jimmy Butler, not Bam Adebayo, not these guys. Yeah, they've been there. They and Kyle Lowry, my God, I, I ain't mentioned Kyle Lowry's name. Now, Kyle Lowry gonna be somebody in Game Three that mess around to give you twenty. Yeah, and you ain't see be, it coming. Could, yeah, he could. He could. I forgot about Kyle. Lyon, that's what man. I'm saying. So they got see? the. They got it. They got the ability. They have that's it. Timely, that's that's timely shot right there too. And timely decision making with the ball in his hand late. Yeah. So they got the pieces, but I I just I can't make myself believe that they're going to beat this Nuggets team four times with Nikola Jokic. On the floor and Jamal Murray just absolutely, absolutely reminding us just who he is, man. The guy is extremely talented. I just think it's going to be a little bit too much. But I could be wrong because we've all been wrong about the Miami Heat for the past three series. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Black, we're here. NBA Finals Thursday Thursday night, game one on ABC. Black is going with the Heat in seven games. I'm going with the Nuggets in five games. I have Jokic as my MVP. Black has Jimmy Butler as his. And now it is time to play the game. I am looking forward to seeing the pageantry of the finals. And let's see exactly how this thing goes out. So the next time you hear from me in Black, games one and game two will be in the books. Game two will be on Sunday at that beautiful eight o'clock spot that we all love so much on a Sunday and um, we will be going to Miami uh, from there. All right. So that's going to wrap up this episode of the sports desk. Um, You know, we will be locked in. This is the final round of the uh, NBA season. And uh, we're going to be giving you all the coverage that is out there and available to you guys. Black, anything before we get you out of here, man? Oh, no, man. Appreciate all the love and support, man. Y'all, Keep rocking with us, man. We're going to continue to give y'all great content. Y'all hit us up, man. Hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at BlackNL3, man. Y'all hit me up. Let's talk about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll have Black back in studio next week, and uh, we'll catch up with you, my man. All right, my boy. All right, now. Yep. All right, man. We're going to wrap up this episode of the Sports Desk, and, um, you know, we're just looking forward to the finals and all of the – 
just beautiful pageantry. All right. So uh, my name is Desert Elix Jr. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, YouTube, and we could talk about whatever it is that you would like to talk about. NBA Twitter. I will be returning to the Twitter um, for the finals and participating with you guys uh, during the NBA Twitter. Uh, live uh, hashtag doing the final. So looking forward to talking some basketball and kind of seeing how everything plays out. All right. So, uh, yeah, this has been episode 220 of the Sports Desk. Remember to spread the Sports Desk uh, to people who might not know about us, man. Tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend that it's another sports show out here that they might want to pay attention to and then Black are giving it a different type of flavor that they might not be used to. All right. So hopefully they'll be able to enjoy the content just like everybody listening right now all right so um no programming notes we'll be back in a few days and uh we appreciate you guys uh for all the support man like can't express it enough all the love and support that we get shout out to reduce lunch shout out to the npn network for help empowering this podcast and uh we'll catch you guys on the next go around y'all be cool be safe like i said take care of yourself love your family love yourself all right be cool You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk.